0: Hi, welcome to the Tonko cast number 14. Uh, this week DICE is traveling in Japan, so it'll just be me meeting with two of our actual Tonko House family members. Um, one is Sam Marin, who is a, an animator here working on Pig, The Dam Poems, our Hulu series. But he's also a talented voice actor who's worked on the regular show as well as Over the Garden Wall and uh, Adventure Time. Um, So it would be really exciting to talk to him about uh, a little bit of voice acting. And we also have our production manager, Courtney Lockwood, who has also done some voices for places. uh, She's done scratch voices for Pixar, but also worked for, done some voices for Nickelodeon and is also actually the voice of Pig, and Moon, two of our characters here at Tonko House. So we got together and had a little fun conversation in the morning, so yeah, please enjoy. Hi Pops! Oh, hello!
1: Are you, uh, going to be hosting with me? Yeah! Me,
2: you, and Robert.
1: Oh, <laughs> this will be so fun! I've always wanted to be on the radio.
2: Oh, Pops! It's not the radio anymore. They call them podcasts. What? Yeah, it's a podcast.
1: Podcast. Yeah, you got it. How wonderful.
2: It's going to be so much fun.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome to the show.
2: Yep, hope you enjoy it.
0: (laughs) I think first and foremost, we all have like common, actually quite a bit of common ground. Um... We work in the animation industry, and uh, obviously right now, what's great is this is one of those Tonko casts where we're turning the mic on ourselves at Tonko Pups, and both of you guys are um, working on the Hulu projects in different capacities, but also all of us at some point worked at Pixar mm-hmm. um, in different capacities as well. But I was kind of interested to first hear from each of you how... Like, what were significant moments that led you towards animation, I guess, you know, um, in your lives, I guess? You guys could pick any mm. sort of thing.
1: Um, when I was really little, my mom got my dad The Illusion of Life, the book. Wow. Uh-huh. So that was always in his den. And I would go over, or, go over and look at that. And then, of course, the original classic Disney movies we yeah. would watch.
0: Also. And The Illusion of Life that. is the, like, I don't know, like, the binding yeah, yeah. of animation done by uh,
1: Frank Thomas and Ollie Johnston. Yeah. Also. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And so
0: you kind of knew from early on you wanted to go into animation. Or you From had
1: to... about 10 I was like, oh, I want to be an animator.
0: No way. That's awesome. Uh, and eventually that led to Mm mm-hmm.
1: Um yeah I think I was in like fifth grade when someone first told me about Cal Arts. It was a, a friend I was sitting next to, and her mom went there for a dance, actually, like really random wow. and then I found out that Glenn Keane went there later, and I was like, Oh I have to go here
0: That's awesome. <laughs> and how about you Courtney?
2: Um, I did not know I wanted to do animation um until i was in it so i knew i wanted to do film Mm -hmm. and i was except i was a little too afraid to do it because you know i wasn't an artist and so i wasn't there wasn't this like direct path for me to go into film or animation and so i think it just i By college I had accepted it was just like oh maybe it's just a hobby I really like film so I ended up going to law school and then when in law school I was so miserable for not pursuing what I actually wanted to pursue that by the end of law school by third year I was like okay I want to do film and I knew I could do it in a production capacity Um, and at that point I would, I went to law school up here in San Francisco. And so it was really the film studios were Pixar or Lucasfilm. And so that was, I, that was my way to get into film is through the animation industry. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, you know, I grew up with like all the Disney films. And, um, as you know, I recently found my, journal from middle school Uh right? (laughs) and apparently I did want to and there is this passage where I was like I want to work in the film industry but who doesn't and I think I said I want to do it (laughs) (laughs) I mean a lot of people don't want to work in the film industry but um, apparently 10 year old Courtney thought everybody did but uh, and I did say I want to be an actor a producer or a drawer
0: a drawer a drawer drawer.
2: yeah what else related to animation I guess so. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Draw drawer. But we have since seen my drawings and I'm glad I did not <laughs> first do that.
0: So. Um, yeah. That, no, totally, totally. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and in that, that capacity, just to kind of go through it a bit. So Sam, you, you kind of pursued animation, mm-hmm. um, and went to CalArts, mm-hmm. but also you've worked at Pixar. You've worked at Disney as mm-hmm. well. Um, and currently, you're here at Tonko House, actually, 2D animating. So you've done 3D animation and 2D animation. And we have a project in-house right now that is the Dam Keeper series uh, that you're animating right now, doing phenomenal work with. You joined us in mm-hmm. January. Um, mm-hmm. But how does... So the reason why all of us are collected here for Tanko Cast is actually because, well, Courtney, you're in management production... Um, and Sam, you're in animation. We're all here at Tonko House working on this project, this TV project. You guys also have this other aspect to your careers, which is yes, yes. acting, voice acting. Um, and both of you have done incredible work um, on different projects. Uh, and Sam, you were on the regular show mm-hmm. um, and several voices, mm-hmm. and, but also Adventure Time and The Garden Wall. So how did it, given that you guys have shared these stories about getting into the industry and animation a little bit, how did it go down a path of then leading to voice acting?
1: Well, the main thing for me was doing regular show, and then that was made by my friend J.G. Quintel, and uh, in school at CalArts, a lot of people would do voices in each other's films. Like there were there's a whole acting school, but most people would end up just getting their friends to do voices. Mm-hmm. So I did voices in two of his student films and then that was made into those characters I did voices for were put into his he used them in his show um, then later. Got it. Got
0: it. So did you have any acting
1: I did acting in high school, in middle school. Um And I I kind of have kept taking classes um, since then. But yeah, it was more just like, you know, having fun making films in school and doing voices.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. And then how about you, Courtney?
2: Um, I similarly got into it in a, like, it wasn't my intent to get into it. I was often in meetings with some people at Pixar who would just be like, "Oh god, your voice, you just sound like a little boy." We just need- <laughs> We just need you in the recording studio. So it was like, okay, I'm like trying to like present myself as this professional and then it's really just like kept hearing that I sounded like a little boy and um so then at Pixar they had an open call for scratch, which in scratch is um the temp voices before they get the actual production actors in. And um and so they had an open call for scratch actors and they asked me they're like just just do it just to try out for it. And I was like, "Okay, okay." And so I went in and I think I like I was like, "Oh, I can do a couple voices." And they're like, "No, we really just want to hear your just regular voice." So I read something. I think it was Violet from Incredibles. I read her as my regular voice. And um even reading a girl character, they're just like Oh, that's what Violet would sound like if she were a boy. (laughs) (laughs) And so then I got, uh, and so then, like, I don't know, a few weeks later, a month later, I got a call and they were like, oh, we've cast you as Nemo. And I was like, oh, cool. And so then I went down and I like did the, it was in front of Andrew Stanton. This is like my first ever experience oh, wow. and so Andrew you know I read for Nemo and then Andrew's like oh that's great okay yeah you have the part and so I didn't yeah. even realize it was an audition
1: Oh, yeah. and so
2: that is how I was mm. became Nemo wow. for Scratch mm-hmm. and then from Nemo that led into doing Scratch for Arlo and Spot and pretty much every like kid character Right. they brought me in for, which wow. was incredible, because then all of a sudden, I'm just doing voice acting, you know, at least a couple hours a day with the best directors of the industry,
0: right.
2: and that is, so I had to learn fast, but... um.
0: And we worked together on the Damkeeper our Dankeeper Short and Moon, even yeah. though people tend to think that there are, there is no voice in those shorts Um, actually there's quite a bit of like acting and vocalizations and things like that and we actually auditioned tons of kids (laughs) actual kids. and we got introduced to you Um, someone had recommended like oh you should talk to Courtney and we ended up recording together but um, what was incredible to me because actually I had no idea I thought you were actually I knew you were in production but I thought you were professionally did this like for Mm -hmm. a while just because the first time I really met you, I remember walking into the recording booth and I'm like, "Oh, uh, is Courtney okay?" And you were <laughs> sitting in the corner of the booth and kind of starting—you could see visibly emotionally distraught a bit. And I realized, like, "Oh, we're we're about to record this kind of crying scene." Yeah. But you were really like getting into character. I you really had this little—I don't know—it was an iPhone or something. Yeah. Um, but you were preparing emotionally for this. Um, what sort of, so when you're gonna go to read for Andrew Stanton, what, what do you, how do you prepare for these sort of roles or things like that? Or do you, or do you just kind of walk in and, I mean, I know for Damnkeeper you did. Obviously. Yeah.
2: Well, Keeper, Duncan, the producer, had told me like that morning that it was going to be, I, I was gonna have to cry. Got it. So I spent the whole day. Watching the like saddest moments of my favorite movies, oh. which was just like.
0: <laughs> what was
2: that? Um, that was. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna start to cry if I think about it. <laughs> um, I, it was definitely the opening montage of Up. Oh, huh? Yeah, that definitely. I think. But the one that I remember that I was like, okay, I'm saving this for right before I go in was when in forrest gump when um jenny introduces him to forrest jr oh yeah. no and then he's like and then he realized it's his son and then he's Mm. like but is he Mm -hmm. smart and then he can't even say the words like or like oh god and then you realize like the whole time you're like oh my god he wanted a child but he didn't want oh god it's just it's so heartbreaking and it's just my moment where i'm like if i see that movie i'm like i have to not do anything that rest of the night because i'm just like gonna be crying so i was like this is perfect because i have to cry for them
1: It reminds me of the Sleepless in Seattle scene where. Oh
2: my god, yes! Where
1: his friends. Is it his friend or his, it's his, sister, his sister or something? And she starts talking about <laughs> the Cary Grant movie and starts crying.
2: Um, that's happened to me. But I was actually describing Rookie of the Year to <laughs> When the mom goes, who did.
1: I don't, oh <laughs>
2: like, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I was like crying, describing <laughs> that moment. Um, no. I'm not painting myself in a good picture right now. But um, anyway, so that's that's how I prepared for Dam Keeper because I knew you guys just needed a solid mm-hmm. block of crying. Yeah. Um, but when I like was doing scratch. Especially Arlo, there were some pretty emotional scenes. Yeah. Um, it was really just like in the booth, the director, you would talk through it with the director. And I think that was always really helpful. Yeah, And then you're more like in the moment. But... Um, and Pete Stone was incredible about that. He really... Yeah. And he became vulnerable in the booth and he opened up and it was just much more of a um genuine moment i would say mm-hmm. than like if you're just but then sometimes you just need the voke and so you're just like yeah. or if you laugh you have to you have to be totally genuine if you laugh because it comes across as fake if you mm. like are like ha 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 ha, ha. Mm-hmm. so you have to really have those like moments where you're like this is going to make me crack up yeah
0: yeah did you have any formal training before you get started this
2: not for voice acting, but then like Sam, I had just always done acting in like school, yeah, in middle school. But um, I, I didn't love being in front of the camera or on stage, and so voice acting is kind of this like perfect mm-hmm. little that I never even considered. It's yeah. this perfect because you only have your voice, and it's really cool.
0: And Sam, how about you? Like, when you're preparing for roles and things like that, do you do a lot of prep work, or is it pretty um, kind of instinctual? I, I actually did prepare a bit and watch, like, a bunch of oh. interviews. Oh. And, <laughs> um, okay. and you yeah. talked a bit about where these voices come from. A lot of times you're looking at the visuals of the characters, and you kind of mm-hmm. piece that together. But um, is there sort of prep that you do for getting into the booth? or
1: I... I have done some things like that. Um, I, I did one where I was in an episode of Adventure Time and the character was a ghost that like lost the love of his life. And I mm-hmm. like, it's like, ah, oh, I want to like, work on
0: this. So <laughs> I
1: went in the, my car in the parking garage, like outside Cartoon Network and like, tried to like imagine everything and like I don't know if it helped that much but I think if I'm I- sure it did yeah and a lot of times I think like Courtney said the directors help a lot and like um, like there we had a really good director on regular show who would help me with things sometimes if I wasn't getting something like one time I was doing Muscle Man's voice being like a drill sergeant or whatever. And it wasn't quite right. And she was like, just put your hands behind your back. And then I did that and it like all came out right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how like, especially good directors or people who really understand the way actors work. Just mm-hmm. know like, uh, and, and if they know you too, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, if I just have them do this, I bet that'll do it. It's like, I almost need that person something. Like, I know. So, uh, yeah.
0: so now that you guys are kind of, <clears throat> have done it on somewhat, I know you guys have done it on a professional level, what, uh, you also are still continuing your careers as like animator, production. Um, how do they work together? Like, do they, I mean, I can see that animation and voice acting is, is all part of like, acting and presenting the character but um, have they changed kind of your perspective on one or the other
1: hmm yes um I think studying acting and having realizing that I think way too much about everything and I did that a lot with my animation um and I would have there was this supervisor at Disney who uh, was like really relaxed and from Brazil and he would always be like, you think too much. (laughs) I was like, what does that mean? I'm trying to make really good animation. Of course I'm thinking about it. And then (laughs) after um, taking classes, especially like movement classes and things where you are just trying to relax and like allow stuff to happen, which I'm still bad at. Especially with acting, I think. But um, but that has transferred into animating, I think. And just knowing that when you're animating, at least when, when you're actually in the process of animating, maybe not before, like you have to have an idea. And and also maybe not even have an idea, but you know, you can have a general idea of what you want to do. But when you're animating, just allow yourself to animate and allow allow everything to happen. Mm-hmm. And don't 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 fight against an impulse. Thinking, oh, this is wrong. I had a plan. Just allow that to happen because you don't know what will happen after that impulse. If you, you know. I'm cool.
0: super interested, Courtney. Like as a production manager, how has this you know kind of work? Has it changed anything for you as far as? as a production manager or vice versa? I mean,
2: definitely. I think, personally, it allows me to, it's so incredible because it's not, time-wise, it's not a huge commitment. Um, And so, it's allowed me to be able to be creative at the same time, do, because I love production, but, you know, it gives me a creative outlet. Which is, I just, it's like, I can't believe I am so lucky to find something that requires just a little bit of time commitment, but still allows you to contribute creatively to a project. Mm -hmm. Um, And then production-wise, it just allows me to be so much more empathetic to the artists that I'm managing. Because... I can, you know, actually understand what it's like to receive critique or receive a note and have to adjust. Like you and I were talking about this, you know, having to, you can't just ask an artist to immediately change course. You know, it takes thought process and um, there's a lot more behind changing course. And I um, understand that now having been in this, more, um, you know, intense creative, you know, it's like you're still being creative, but in this production schedule. And so I understand kind of what that's about. Whereas like in the past it was in high school and it was, you know, I was very much on my own. So it's much more friendly.
0: I mean, I have to say that like working with you closely on on, this project and and a lot of the Tonka House projects, the kind of space that you build for artists to kind of expand the schedule or play with things is really incredible and I, I have to say definitely I felt like oh I think cause of, because of Courtney's creative uh, experience there's definitely empathy that I know a lot of the artists feel um, it's so interesting to me that like you know right now uh, the studio itself is so, we're so small and we have two people who are like Incredible voice actors and stuff. And, you know, actually, it, it's because Sam, I feel like, especially, you, you are very quiet. You mm-hmm. don't really kind of put out there, like, oh, yeah, I do these voices. And <laughs> it's like something I feel like, at least for me, was discovered. It's like, Sam does what? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, of course, looking and, you know, checking out all the stuff that you've done, I'm like, I can't believe this because. Um, and even in prepping for this interview, I think both of you guys at least appear to me as fairly confident people. But both of you guys expressed kind of a bit of nervousness about mm-hmm. this. And um, I'm just curious for you guys, like, what, uh, you know, what, what's kind of the, I don't know, what, what's the future of, like, you know, I, of what you guys are doing now? Like, what are your hopes to mm. kind of where do you take this now? Because I feel like both of you guys don't really put it out there. And it's kind of one of those things that I'm like, is that like, it's, is it like something that you'd like to keep doing on the side? Or is this something that you guys are eventually thinking about in a bigger way? Or uh, or main I'm just curious where you guys are with it.
1: I'm, I, I really want to work out the things that I want to get better with at acting. Um, I just feel like I have to Face certain fears that I have, uh, and that, and it's like mm-hmm. ah, I really want to get through. It. <laughs> but, uh, I also want to animate, though. So yeah, like uh, like projects like this, I'm like oh, I have to try to do that. So it's a it's a like back and forth always, and I it'll just be that. <laughs> 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 I, I'd like to do more theater if I can too. But you? yeah, what are some? Of, I
0: mean, just can I? What are some of the fears that you're
1: <sighs> like really letting go and not. Still, like, like, trying, like, not planning or thinking of, like, oh, this scene is going to be like this, and I'll do this, and just, like, allowing yourself to be completely
2: mm-hmm. affected
1: and and not worry that you're feeling the wrong thing or, or that you're not... I don't know.
2: Yeah. No, I get it.
1: I, I, I tense up, and then I, I just don't do anything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or, like, I get it, because I think as... A voice actor, you have to be, because the voice is the only tool. There's not physical movement or, um, you know, your looks or anything. Is that you have to be a hundred percent genuine, or it comes mm-hmm. across mm-hmm. as it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It's like that uncanny valley is so close to the edge with voice acting, and um I think that what Sam was saying is that you just have to like, just dive in deep. You have to do it a hundred percent or not at all. And that's, it's really scary because it could be that your voice doesn't sound right when you do it that way or that, Mm. um, the pitch is too Mm. high or that. Um, and you're like, but I don't, yeah, I, it's, it's just, it's a scary thing to think. Basically, I'm not trained enough or I'm not good enough to do both, be totally genuine and also have control Mm. over my voice. And that's, you know, just the whole fear of not being good enough to actually be, to succeed in this is, I think, a limitation for me. Mm. Um, But what I want to do with it in the future, uh, I don't know if I share Sam's, Desire to want to expand it into acting. Um, I like being kind of invisible, and I like not having to worry about, you know, s- what I look like on camera. Or um, I, I mean, I think that just as a woman, I think there's just so much pressure to like look a certain way. And I like voice acting; is just mm-hmm. I, I can be an actor and not have to worry mm-hmm. about that, and it's incredible um and then but it is hard i think at this point you have to make either production or voice acting a priority to succeed at one of them Mm -hmm. and you can't have two priorities so yeah it's more right now it's production and as long as i get to you know keep doing voices in parallel that's what I'm going to keep doing. Mm-hmm. So that's the plan. <laughs> it's not a very well thought that, out plan. Tonko
0: House right now in the studio and we're all listening. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Tonko House is my number one priority. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I mean, I was very, very lucky at Pixar to get to do it in parallel. Uh-huh. And, you know, and Tonko House. And um, so it's like, as long as that just, I'm basically going to do that until the well runs dry. Till I stop until yeah, yeah. somebody has to be like no you have to make a choice yeah. <laughs> okay. so that's awesome yeah
0: and there's something about animation uh, that both of you guys are touching about upon that uh, animation is really about conveying you know time and emotion and story through like a very labored process like it was interesting to talk to hear you talk about Sam like the spontaneity um, mm-hmm. in thinking but you know like i've been watching you guys, and you everyone's been working really fast on the who art series mm-hmm. uh, but but it's also like you're drawing frame by frame um, so it's an interesting thing that all aspects of animation in a way are really kind of labored thought of separately, and then it's really about that kind of illusion of illusion of life, like where all these parts are put together and mixed up and And what's on screen is supposed to appear lifelike and like a real moment, and um, it really does feel like all these separate pieces kind of come together, Uh, production, film, I mean animation, the voice acting, all of that stuff. Um, Do you guys have interest in other areas as well, or is this kind of, I mean I feel like both of you guys are pretty... I don't know, when I hear you guys talk and every, I'm, like you guys have a sense of humor, so do you guys ever write? Do you guys create other things mm-hmm. as well? Um, I mean, Sam, you mentioned you had worked on a puppet show as mm-hmm. well. Um, are there other things too? Like, you guys are just creative entities, I feel like, that um, keep flowing. But uh, it's like there's it's such a – the process itself is so big that are there also other things that you guys – Pursue or other projects and things? What are the things right now, like currently, that you're kind of excited in, in
1: the realm? I, I write also. Um, not like all the time. I think I like to have some sort of project that I can chip away at. So um, I'm writing, uh, I started writing another
0: puppet,
1: I started doing these puppet things where I animate the faces and then track the. Track the puppet and then stick the face on within mm-hmm. the computer. Um, so I'm writing another one that I wanted to do, like a just like a film noir type of thing. Um, it's just something like to work on that I think would be cool. It's just, always you have those periods where you're like I have nothing to do, and then you need to, like work on your project. So <laughs> yeah. I think that's that's kind of what it is for me. Yeah.
2: Um, I not currently but I've written in the past Mm -hmm. Um, I would not advertise myself as a writer in any Mm -hmm. means but I think voice acting and just acting in general Mm -hmm. um, I'm much more sensitive to dialogue Mm -hmm. and um, and so I think that's where I can contribute but I definitely, I have a writing partner who I would say does a lot of the heavy lifting. And then I probably come in and, mm. um, yeah, and do, I don't know, not a lot. But, um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I do some, but, <laughs> um, but, you know, she's really good at story structure and character development and much more of the bigger stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I'm actually, I'm. Really happy, like yeah. I, I feel like I found this balance of I love production, like I love Excel and schedules, <laughs> and like <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love it, it, it so much. <laughs> um, and it's not. I mean, like somebody said something like, "Oh, I have to budget today or do my taxes today," and I like. I, like, recognized that I, like, felt a pain, <laughs> I felt a pang of jealousy. It's was like, oh, I'm just gonna go see Logan today, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but, uh, so I do love that, but then at the same time, it's like, I love voice acting, and, um, so I'm happy with, like, this balance I've struck, hmm. but I do think as an artist, you should always keep looking yeah. outside.
0: What are you guys? You guys have both played multiple characters. Who are your favorite characters to your voices that you guys have done?
1: Oh, cool. I I always go between Pops and Benson. Mm-hmm. And, um, Pops doing Pops voice immediately makes me happy <laughs> <laughs> without fail. So that is good. That's a good sign. <laughs>
2: Um, Pig, obviously.
0: Yeah.
2: But Pig's a hard one, even though it's just Vokes, you know, it's, he's kind of, um, he's a sad character to live in. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it was really hard being Pig. Um, I, uh, I mean, I, I loved being Arlo. Yeah. I like I really loved that. But I think that that also... Um is a tribute to Pizzo as a director. I just mm-hmm. loved that whole process. Totally. Yeah.
0: Do you guys mind and we, we totally, totally could cut this if you guys do mind saying some of your favorite lines or like different things like as the characters? I mean Are you guys gonna have a conversation or
2: Oh my gosh. <laughs> well Arlo just sounds just like me. Or that's like I didn't do anything <laughs> different for Arlo.
1: <laughs> Arlo, hello!
2: Wait, I'll be Nemo. <laughs> Nemo? <laughs> Are you my dad?
1: Oh, well, um, I don't think so. But I would love to be a foster figure of sorts. I don't have a mom. Do you want
2: to be my mom? Oh my, that's so sad. You don't have a mom. Oh no, I'm sorry. I really didn't want you to cry.
1: Don't cry. Oh no, I'm fine. Oh, that's good. But I don't want you to be sad. If you don't have a mom, you must be so sad. Um, I'm okay, I'm good. I'm good. I go
2: on adventures, and I have my friend Dory. I don't know if she's my Ooh, dog. adventures or... like catching butterflies.
1: Uh I live underwater. <laughs> oh well, then you wouldn't know anything about butterflies.
0: That's amazing. <laughs>
2: Oh my god, Sam, you lit up.
1: <laughs>
2: I, like, to it to a dark place immediately.
0: <laughs> oh, God. That's so great. Cool. so awesome. uh, Do you, have you gotten, recognized? I mean, just, has anyone, you distorted your voice a bit, so then, mm-hmm. have you ever gotten, have either of you guys gotten ri- recognized before? My
1: voice has never been recognized. I have been recognized a few times, um, I think. Twice.
2: As a voice? Like somebody's like, oh my god, I know that voice.
1: No, like my face. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like r- weird, yeah. Wait, uh, tell
2: but us my voice that.
1: has never been recognized. Um, uh, I was just sitting having a donut uh, with my mom at a donut shop, and this girl was on like roller skates. From like and like from the other side of the donut shop, she just like rolled towards me.
2: <laughs> Sam, this sounds like a dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the donut shop.
1: There is this girl, a girl or
2: with my mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! That's, was your mom just so proud?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I think she was more taken aback.
2: Yeah that's amazing That's funny um i've never been recognized as a voice mm-hmm. um i do have i remember i was like i was i was in a playground one time and it was just we were like on the swings it was me and my buddy and we were like on the swings and we were just like talking and i was like and we we're talking about you know grown-up stuff And I was like, if somebody overheard this, do you think, because we're in a playground, do you think that it's like you're talking to a little boy (laughs) about these, like, pretty adult-themed discussion topics? So uh, we can cut that, though. (laughs) Sam's memory is much better.
0: Have you ever answered the phone and someone like, oh, can I speak to your parents or anything like that?
2: No.
1: Yeah. Oh, like getting the voice on the yeah. phone. You know? Because
2: it's like cell phones. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have uh. landlines. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm
0: just calling you. I'm trying to get a hold of you. Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. Um, gosh, we have to do a table read at some point with you guys. Uh, getting all the different
2: voices. Sam, you'll have like sixty characters
1: and all that too. I just go between the extremes of awkward sounding voices.
2: (laughs) Well what's amazing is we've seen on YouTube you're able to do like characters all at once. Like multiple characters all at once. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I remember you tried to get me to do that for Pig and Fox that one time. And it just it was so hard. Yeah so I don't know how you do that.
1: It is—it's hard, uh,
2: Like, do you have to like? Is it just? Do you feel you like just, it's just like from sp-
1: doing? Because that's how we recorded the we oh, recorded regular show like that. Oh my like, god! Like the first pass or the first take through the scene, you just you don't do you just do everything. So if you have okay. characters talking to each other, you go back and forth.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: And and a lot of times they'll go back and then do them separately. Or, like, get each line.
0: Yeah.
1: But the first time you did it that way, so I got used to it, I guess. Yeah.
0: Could you give us a scene with <laughs> three characters? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I haven't, done, I haven't sure. done it in a while. Uh, okay. All right, guys. I know it's early, but we have a lot to get through today, and we just need to get this done, okay? Ready, Benson. What are we doing? Okay, Muscle Man, I need you to mow the park. Mow all of the grass in the park. It hasn't been done and it's getting way too long. Benson, that's like a little too much to get done in one day. I mean, come on. Oh, well, I'll help you mow the lawn. Do you need a hand? Pops, I really don't want you around the lawnmower. It's not safe. You're not good with it, okay? Just maybe, you know, hang out in the house for a while oh, well, I do have some new records. That sounds good. Just listen to your records, okay?
2: That was so (laughs) incredible. Oh, my God. Uh. I feel like you could, I
0: don't know, if I had that talent... Like, I feel like Sam uses it for good. I feel like I would use it for good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That was amazing.
0: So amazing, yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, my God. I have goosebumps. You, like... And you, like, shifted. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't even think that I should be on this Tonko cast.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) The show ran for, like, from 2010... Till this last year, right? Till yes. The of this yeah. Year. yeah. Um, In the middle of
1: 2016. <coughs> so you did that show for quite
0: a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the while, you were also an animator. That's incredible. That's awesome. I was,
1: yeah, I was. well, I was an animator at studios for part of it, and then I just kind of just focused on doing my own things. Got it.
0: Yeah. But how does it feel to, I mean, to see that show end, and what was that experience like? It's it's like
1: it's like weird cuz you get so get so used to coming in to do it every week yeah. and it, it's like a fun outlet and then you don't have it anymore. <laughs> but um yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> sad, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: It's kind of like I mean like you know, we have this project that we've all been working on since January. It's like the opposite. It's like the regular show wrap for years and years and mm-hmm. years. Um, this series we're working on is like a 10 episode series and uh, or yeah, 10 episodes, five minutes long each episode. But you guys, the team has blazed through like from January until what now we're in the beginning of April, mm-hmm. done all 10 episodes. And it's like, we've had this like super short stint together. But mm-hmm. in that time, I got to say that you and the animators have become a part of the Tonko House family, and it's been really. Mm-hmm. But then it's like we're coming to. I know. I know. I just wish we had yeah. at least voices or something no. keep, keep working together. Yeah. Um, but we'll keep looking for that. Um, is there anything that you guys want to plug or anything? Anything that projects or things that you guys are going on to or websites or
2: DK Damn Keeper feature.
0: The
2: Keeper feature yeah. is
1: hopefully where <laughs> we all get to work together But um uh, I'm putting my puppet short online in a month. What? And like it's it's um it's like a five minute short. So
2: awesome. It's, Are you doing um, the voices?
1: Uh, I did the voices. Yeah. I um and a couple friends did some voices too. So. That's yeah. awesome. New it's curious, just like cute new, little. It's a, a cute little like sketch, type of, almost like a sort of Sesame Street sketch. But
0: can you give us a little? you a little voice from um,
1: people who haven't seen it yet. But sure. Well, one is kind of my voice, but. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Good voice. There's a there's a king that's just like this is like a, <laughs> um, it's like a. a a bumbling kind of king character. Uh, well, it's my birthday. Time to check out my cake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just like a silly little... <laughs> in your mind, do the... How does your creative process work to create, like, the puppet show? Is it like you kind of see it in your head and then the voices come? Or is it like there's there's voices? What's the... Hmm.
1: I think I just, like, I... I, I uh... I had fun making the puppets, like just these little puppets, and then just I wanted to like put a little sketch together so, um, I think it came from just, just kind of wanting to make, making these little puppet characters, like little, they're tiny little models, and then like putting them into the story.
2: They're little puppets? They're not like... Yeah,
1: they're little, like, they look like toys, kind of. Yeah. I can't wait to see that.
2: Yeah, I can't wait to see that. A little bit of Sam. Um, yeah, I'm sad that we're wrapping. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the Tonko cast
2: or the project? The project. <laughs> 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 uh, the Tonko cast. Yeah. No. Yeah.
1: Are we doing it together? Or sure. Like-
2: Pops, I had so much fun with you.
1: Oh, so did I. You're such a cute little one. Oh my gosh, and you're such a good radio star. Oh, well, well, now, I don't want to get a big head. But
2: Pops, you do have a big head. Oh, I guess I do. All right, well, thank you, everybody.
0: Thank you. Bye. Goodbye.